Thanks for listening to Rock Your Wedding Biz. This is episode 13. Today we'll be talking about five secrets of social media success. Ooh, secrets. Welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast with your hosts, wedding planner and educator Renee Dallow and blogger and social media strategist Mindy Marzek. Listen in as they bring you the best, brightest, and most honest industry advice on the internet. Their mission is to help you, wedding rock star, work smarter, not harder. Hope you're ready, because it's time to rock your wedding biz. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast. This is Renee Dallow, and I am joined, as always, by the fabulous... Mindy Marzek. Thank you for calling me fabulous. Yeah, always. <laughs> uh, so today is fun because we're breaking it down for you guys. Five secrets for social media success. I love it. Five streamlined. I love secrets. I love five. I'm in. (laughs) Yeah, this is actually so for those of you who might be new here or uh, have been listening for a while, but we don't I mean, we say our business is at the top of the show in the introduction. But if you've forgotten, I run a company called Joy Social. So I'm a full time blogger. And I on the side kind of my my side hustle is a company called Joy Social, where I do social media strategy and uh, advice for business owners. And with my website, if you sign up for my email list, I give you 10 secrets for social media success. I call them 10 principles of social media. And so I'm going to be sharing five. We're going to be deep diving into five of those principles for this episode. I love it. Because I think when people meet you, Mindy, and I know I've seen this being with you, when you tell people what you do, they always want to know, like, what's the secret? It's kind of the same principle with like dieting. Like when you lose weight, everyone goes, how did you do it? And you're like, well, I didn't eat junk food and I started running. It's the same (laughs) thing, I think, for social media, you know, because everyone wants like the one secret. Yes. And there is no one like quick fix. Yeah. People come up to me and they're just like, how do I get a bunch of followers? And I'm like, well, do you want to sit down and talk about this? (laughs) Because it's not, I don't have like an easy solution for you. Sorry. If we did, if there was an easy solution, we'd all have a million followers. Like it would just be easy. True. But there are, I mean, there's a lot of things, but I've kind of narrowed it down uh, to 10 things that you, you should follow. Um, that will help you with your social media. And so we're going to be taking a look at a few of those things. And if you want the other five, I'll just say up front um, that you can go to joysocial.net slash rock and sign up for my newsletter and you'll get my social media toolkit, which includes all 10 principles for social media and then a couple other fun goodies. So we'll talk about that more at the end of the episode. But I just wanted to say that up front. I love that. And I'll say, um, as a shameless plug, I really like your newsletter because it's always very uh, relevant to what's happening in the world of social media as it's changing. And I think that that is something um, that is difficult to get a handle on all the time. I mean, it's always feel like it's always changing. And so I really appreciate your newsletters because it's like the day that IGTV rolled out, it was like, boom, newsletter, IGTV. And I was like, okay, great. Cause I didn't have to go looking around for information <laughs> about it. You just sent it to me. And I was like, yeah, thank you very much. Oh, so. well, thank you for that. And yeah, I do try to uh, keep up on the new trends and keep you guys informed. And it's, it's not always easy. Cause like I said, I'm a full-time blogger and that takes my priority uh, but if something does 
rock the world of social media, I try to uh, keep you guys informed. I love it. So what's your first secret for social media success? This is something that I say a lot, and I've said it a lot already on this podcast, is that um, social media is for serving people. And this is a a statement that I first heard at a blogging conference a few years back. Uh, the speaker was Dan Morris. He runs a company uh, for mar- like a marketing company, and he helps bloggers with the marketing. And uh, he said this as a conference, and it was like a major light bulb moment for me. This is when I was, you know, new to full time blogging, and I, you know, I wasn't running the social media biz yet. But it was just something that really stuck with me is that. You should always be serving the people who follow you on social media. You know, they're not there for you to constantly be pitching your services or advertising or things like that. Like, it's not what are, what can they do for me? It's what can I do for them? That's the mindset that we want everybody to have with all of their social media. So what are some ways people can serve? Like, uh, just like a, I don't know, just a handful of ideas that just might be useful, because some people might hear that and go, "Um, but I do, I am serving them by offering them my services. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a good point. But no, that's not what I mean. Uh, Yeah, so for serving, the, the concept of serving your audience is just what can you give them to keep them coming back for more? Like, what can you do for them so that they learn to know, like, and trust you. That's one of the main principles of social media and online business in general is getting people to know, like, and trust. So how can you get people to to know you? Well, you can, we're going to talk about this in one of the other points, but you can talk about yourself. You can, you know, a lot of people will do like an introduction Friday and they'll list five fun facts about themselves. I love reading those. I might not always comment on them, but I love reading those because maybe I'll find something that I didn't know about a person and it makes me feel closer to them, even if I've never met them. Yeah, I love reading those too. So there's the no factor and then there's the like factor. So what can you do on your social media to get people to like you? Well, maybe you will give them some type of free information Uh, Maybe you'll, as a wedding photographer, you can serve up pretty photos that make people feel happy and good about themselves. As a uh, wedding planner or a wedding educator, you can uh, speak to your fellow wedding industry peeps and give them some little tidbits of advice. Uh, These are the things that get people to like you. And then the trust factor comes when you can maybe give them something at a higher level. So again, uh, if you're a photographer, maybe you can give your followers like a freebie photo that they can use as a, a laptop background or an you know a phone background, phone wallpaper. I love that. In fact, I look at the like I look for those. I'll be like, oh, who has some free wallpaper? Like lifestyle bloggers, photographers, any like anybody. I love that stuff. Yeah, I love it. The other thing I, I've uh, I've heard this principle. I mean, I've, obviously, I've heard it from you several times. I've also heard, and tell me if you agree with this, that the old way of doing business was an even you give you get, but the new way of doing business is give 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 get give 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 get. So you're giving uh, freely of your knowledge and time, and then hoping for the eventual get, but that it's not an even exchange anymore. Yeah, not in the world of social media and online marketing. Uh, because there's so much out there that's fighting for people's attention that you have to really, really step up the value level 
in order to get people to stick around. Uh, so maybe, you know, in a face-to-face type business where I know most people who are listening, they meet with clients or uh, they uh, work with other vendors. And that's that's kind of different. That, that's a different relationship. But if we're strictly talking social media, you know, when there's literally hundreds of thousands of photographers that you could follow on Instagram, what is going to make yours stand out and feel special to people. And it's that repetitive, constant serving, you know, what, however you, however that is, however you want to do it, but that constant serving towards your audience, that's going to make people again, know, like, and trust you and want to keep following you. And eventually, hopefully you want to hire you or refer you to somebody. Nice. I love this. So what's the second secret? Okay. So that's number one. The second secret is, you know, kind of ties in, but it's just a a flat <laughs> statement. Do <laughs> not advertise. So a lot of people, the mistake they make is that with every social media post they do, they advertise their business. Uh, so a couple examples of this. There's a Facebook page for a like wedding DJ. And I believe it's been a while since I've seen seen this now that I think about it. So maybe they stopped doing this. <laughs> But um, <laughs> they used to post a, a very pretty, you know, like a fun photo from a wedding uh, that one of their DJs took. And they talk about the wedding and they talk about how fun it was and what great clients they were, which is wonderful. And then at the very end, every time they say, visit our website to hire us. And they put a link to their website. And I'm just like, no, you just ruined the moment. Like they know you. They're following you. Your business name is at the top of your post. People aren't stupid. They can, they know how to reach out to you. They don't want to right. be sold to with every single post. They just, they're following you because they want to see what you're up to. They like your business. They like your photos. Uh, the other thing that I see is there's an Instagram account uh, for hair and makeup. And they post these beautiful photos. Sometimes it's a before and after photo of a bride, you know, with her makeup and hair done. And then the caption is always the same. It's always an advertisement contact blah 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 you know at and they put their phone number they put their email and it's always the same it's like cut and paste advertisement every single time where and I'm just like no I want to hear about this bride's wedding day I want to hear about the things she liked and what was her wedding theme and like what was her style that she asked for so it's very it's so lazy (laughs) it is very lazy but it's like lazy in the worst possible way because it's a lazy ad (laughs) well yeah but I, have, I often wonder the business people who are doing that the, out there, because I've seen them too. And I honestly, there aren't, those are not accounts that I'm, you know, dying to follow because there's no interaction. There's no personality, but also I just think like, do they think that this is, that this is good because it really is a turnoff. And so I wonder if anyone has seen any kind of, you know, ROI on that. They can't be because it's just not the way we're selling these days. I think that a lot of people, and I've heard this from companies or, you know, business owners before where they say, I'm on Instagram or I'm on Facebook because I'm told I have to be and I don't really know what to do with it or I don't want to put the effort into it. They just do it because they have to, which is kind of a good and bad strategy. Like you definitely want to have a presence on all the social media channels out there. But if you're going to be lazy about it, then that's going to be a turnoff when people find you on that channel. So yeah, I feel like I could talk a whole 30 minutes about just that. And, yeah. <laughs> and what I definitely want to do as the podcast goes along is we want to do separate episodes about all the different social media channels. So an episode just about Instagram or an episode just about Facebook. And these 
these social media secrets that I'm sharing go across all the channels. They can be applied to any of your social media platforms. Uh, But like most of the uh, horror stories, I'll call them, come from Instagram. Because people, everyone's just like, I am in the wedding industry and people tell me I need to be on Instagram and I don't know what to do with it. So uh, do not advertise. Like if you're, and again, I'll use the hair and makeup as an example. You know, tell me a little bit about, it takes an extra step, but just tell me a little bit about that wedding day, about that bride and uh, don't add your phone number in every single caption. You have a bio and people will go to the bio if they want to hire you. Yeah. Also, they can't click through the caption anyway. It's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's very, very, I don't mean to call anybody dumb. I'm just saying yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That's not how Instagram works. And again, like we can. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> <laughs> we can do a whole episode on that later. But anyway, the point of that, you know, uh, item number two is do not advertise on every every single post. Now, some people might be saying, but I do want to let people know about my services and what I offer, and I am doing this for my business. So there's a concept that, uh, and again, I know I've talked about this before, but there's a book by Gary Vaynerchuk, who we love. Uh, love. It's called Jab, 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 Right Hook. And it talks about, the. it goes really, really deep into the concept of serve, 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 give, 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 and then sell. So, you know, every, every now and then, especially if you have maybe a special to offer, or if you, um, maybe you're booking up fast for the next year and you want to let people know, it's definitely okay to post those things once in a while, but don't advertise yourself on every single post that you do. You want to serve serve, give, 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 and then ask for something, ask for the sale. I I totally agree with that. I mean, I also, if you're a business owner and you're seeing yourself and what Mindy's saying, I would say also take a look at your buying habits and who you are generally drawn to for when you're buying something, especially on Instagram. And just think like, are the things that I'm doing, would they, would they appeal to me? And if the answer is no, then perhaps it's time to have a new approach. Yeah, exactly. Think about the accounts that you love to follow and why you love to follow them. And you probably aren't following accounts because they advertise their services every single post. Like it just doesn't make sense. No, no one wants to be sold to night and day. It's it's tiring. Yeah. So what's number three? Number three, again, kind of ties into number two. uh, But number three is show some personality. Amen. So a lot of people will ask me, do you, you or they ask, should I have a separate Instagram account for my business and for my personal? And this is, it's obviously a personal choice. Uh, My advice is no, because I want, I want your clients to get to know you. And if you have, you know, children or a pet, or you love to travel, I want that to be a part of your Instagram or Facebook. Uh, account. I want people to see that side of you. Um, So this goes in with the do not advertise on every post. I want you in your captions to show some of your personality, talk about why you love that wedding, talk about what was great about that wedding day, uh, and share some personal information about you. Uh, This is really a really good example of this. And it's one of those things where you just never know what can happen. But do you remember that Chewbacca lady? (laughs) Yeah, I love her. Where this lady, obviously, I'm sure everyone knows what I'm talking about, but this lady was, is a, uh, a, I believe she was a blogger or is a blogger. 
And she found this Chewbacca mask at, I think it was Kohl's. I want to say it yeah. was Kohl's. It was like on super sale or something. And she bought this Chewbacca mask where you put it on and when you moved your, your chin down to open your mouth, it made a Chewbacca roar. And she set up a Facebook Live and got into her car and put and was cr- just crying laughing about this mask. <laughs> and so she's hyping it up. She's hyping it up to her to her followers. And she puts it on and she's just cracking herself up. And the authenticity of that post was just so raw and so real. And that's the reason why it went viral. That's the reason people were drawn to it. And that's the reason why she got a bunch of free toys from Kohl's (laughs) a couple days later. And she got a ton of new followers on all of her accounts. And I think she was even on Ellen maybe, or she, you know, she did some shows. Yeah, no, she definitely did the media circuit. She was on like Ellen, the Today Show. But honestly, like you say her name and I'm over here like full smiling. Like I love that woman. It's because she was so clearly in her element. She was so clearly herself in that moment that you just, she was like, it was just irrepressible. You just couldn't help yourself, but like kind of fall in love with her. The thing I, I want to add to this personality uh, tip is that sometimes when I when I say this to people, they say, "Oh, but what if what if I what if I write something in a caption on Instagram and people don't like what I'm saying, or or they don't agree with me, or they you know they don't like my personality?" And I think a that's completely normal to have that that idea, that feeling. Mm-hmm. But b the reason you put your personality out there first and foremost is because you want to attract people who already like you. Because that's a much warmer lead than someone who doesn't, who only knows that you're a wedding planner and that's all you do. If they know you're a wedding planner who, I don't know, loves Harry Potter, has a a pug, uh, loves going to Disneyland on the weekends, and is a Virgo. If they're any of those things, they're also going to fall in love with you and want to hire you. So don't be afraid to put like the quirky maybe weird things about you out there because someone else is going to see themselves in that and then they're going to feel a kinship with you. Yeah. Keep in mind that on Facebook and Instagram, there are tens of millions of users and you're not for everybody. Like none of us are for everybody, but we want to do- we shouldn't want to be. We shouldn't want to be, but we what we want to do is we want to find our people, right? We all want to find our people. And yes. that's that was the original concept of social media in the first place was to <laughs> connect with people who who were like you to make new friends to find people. I mean, I have friends who I've met through certain fandom groups uh, on social media who I've never met, but I feel like I could go stay at their house if I if I wanted to, like if I want to take a vacation, like they would be there for me. They have my back. And I've never met these people, but we have this like one thing in common that's so, so strong. And that's that's the whole point of social media is you're not supposed to be trying to appeal to everybody. You want to find your people. So I'm really glad you brought that up. Well, it's one of the things it's one of the things that I think about because as as you know, Mindy, and those of you who know me or follow me, they know that I'm fairly outspoken politically, mm-hmm. not going to get into that here. But the fact that I am fairly outspoken politically for a wedding planner is unusual. Mm-hmm. People sometimes ask me, like, do you get any pushback from that? And I always say, like, every time I post something that is kind of political, I will lose one or two followers. And that's fine. Yeah, they're not your people. No, it's fine with me. They can they can leave. And that's cool. And they have their beliefs. And I have mine. Yeah. So please show some personality on your posts. If you want to have two separate accounts, I mean, that's that's fine. That's up to you. I personally don't see the point in it. I want you to be working 
on one, you know, focusing on one account and growing that one account versus splitting your time over two accounts. But a lot of people want to have, you know, an account that uh, their relatives or their friends can follow where it's just photos of their kids or just photos of their pet or, you know, something like that. So that's fine. I mean, if that's really what you want to do, that's fine. I'm not going to tell you not to do that, but be sure on your business account that you are showing, you're letting some of your personality shine through so that you can find those people that you really, 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 you know, your ideal client, the people that you love that you want to connect with. And I'll even say this, like, if you look at my Instagram account at Moxie Bright Events, um, I post a lot of professional wedding photos that are taken from my professional photographers that I work with. I try to only post photos of weddings that I've done But I also, in the caption, make it personal for me. I -hmm. say what I liked about it or my favorite thing. Or I uh, like I'm obsessed with ceilings. Here's a photo of a a great ceiling of a venue I work at. Like just because you're posting photos of other people doesn't mean you can't still have your personality in it. Yeah, absolutely. You have to just find a way to twist it. Yeah. And I mean, it's really easy to do. Like if you're posting a photo you like, why do you like it? Share why you like it. And someone else is going to like it too, because the same reasons that you like it. It's very simple. It's a very simple concept, you guys. Come on. That's right. Okay, so moving on. Number four. Item number four is be consistent. And the reason that this is one of my top five secrets is because, again, a lot of people will come to me and say, how often should I be posting on Instagram? Or how often should I post on my Facebook page or on Twitter? Or how many times a week should I pin? I'm way more concerned with you being consistent than telling you how many times a day or how many times a week you should post on a certain platform because consistent, I mean, you know, the phrase consistency is key. You definitely want to uh, have some kind of routine down. So, you know, people are creatures of habit. So if they're used to you posting an Instagram picture every day at 5 PM, they're going to fall into a routine where they're coming to Instagram in the evening, looking for your photo. I mean, I, and yep. that's like the ideal world that we all want, right? We want people to love our content so much that they're like checking in with us every day. So be consistent. And if that means you're posting once a day, if that means you're posting once a week, like every Friday, then that's fine. I don't care what the time frame is. Just be consistent. I'll also say that people's attention spans are quite short. And if you're not in front of them mm-hmm. regularly... And that's not, that's not to say you should stuff your Instagram and post like 12 photos at once. But I've noticed sometimes like if someone is absent from Instagram, someone that I follow, and then they pop back up, sometimes I'm like, oh, wait, who is this person? What do they do? Yeah. And I'll go through their bio and be like, oh, they're a blogger. And I follow, I I started following them from, you know, months ago. But if you're not consistent in my, in my eyeballs, then I forget about you. Exactly. That's just the truth. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how it is. And that's exactly why I want people to stay consistent. A lot of people feel overwhelmed, like at the, the thought of posting something once a day, because a lot of business owners will try to post something once a day for that very reason that you just said, they don't want people to forget about them. And then what ends up happening is they get stressed out because they, they don't know how they can come up with seven images a week to share. And, uh, If that stresses you out, then just post Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or pick a day of the week that you're going to share an Instagram photo. But the point is to be consistent. Like Renee said, you don't want to post like 12 photos at once and then disappear for a couple weeks. That's not a very good strategy. I use Planoly to help me plan Instagram. I don't know if you use that, Min, but I can sit down like and I did this over 4th of July (laughs) because I'm a workaholic (laughs) and I planned my entire July uh, feed. 
Um, and it's easier for me to sit down and think of it that way. Like I plan it and then it lets me know when I have to post a photo and it's just done. So if you're struggling with content or just how do I post seven times a day, maybe look into a scheduler because it will just, um, maybe that's what your brain needs to help you organize, you know? Yeah, I'm a huge fan of batch processing. So whether you use a third-party app like Planoly or you just use the Instagram native draft feature, uh, I will sit down and edit a bunch of photos at once and save them in my drafts. And then every day when it's time for me to post a photo, and I don't have a set schedule, I just do it when I think about it, uh, then I have a bunch of drafts ready to go and I can just post one. So I'm a huge, huge fan of batch processing. So if that's something that you want to look into, you can. Otherwise, like, again, if the thought of thinking about it every day stresses you out, don't worry about it. But my you know, item number four is all about consistency. And I want to, one other thing I want to touch on that is that what you don't want to happen is for someone to refer you or maybe someone learns about you from somewhere else. They see you on a, they see you listed on a blog, or something like that, and then they go to your Facebook page and you haven't posted in two years. It looks like you're out of business. Yep. So just be consistent, even if it means once a week, once a month. Uh, the same goes with blog posts. Uh, mm. So yeah, don't worry about what are the optimal times of day that I need to be posting on Instagram or Facebook. Just the first step should be consistency. Amen. What's number five? The final secret that we'll talk about today. I feel like I'm just like, secrets. Ooh. <laughs> like we should be whispering the whole time. So exciting. Number Don't tell five. your friends about all these secrets. Uh, Except so the tell them to listen to the podcast. <laughs> the, uh, the fifth secret that we're going to talk about today is a pretty simple one. And that is to interact with your followers. I, can I just, can I ask you a question though? <laughs> yeah, please. I mean, yes. Interact with your followers. Full stop. Do it. I have been hearing, and maybe I heard this from you. I don't even remember that if you are leaving a comment for someone else on Instagram, that it needs to be like over a certain number of words in order for it to count or like the algorithm and tears. I don't know. What, what do you know anything about this? Uh, I mean, I've heard people talking about this. I think that it's baloney. Okay. Because sometimes I just want to respond with a bunch of emoji, and that apparently is not excess like accurate. Um, who cares? I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there, and again, I could do a whole episode about Instagram and algorithm and shadow ban. I think that it's all a bunch of BS. BS. Yeah. I think that you should use your Instagram the way that you want to use it, and don't worry about gaming the system. Uh, to your benefit. If you see a picture that deserves a bunch of hard eye emojis, then then do it. I mean, I'd rather have people do that than just not do anything at all because they're worried they're gonna they're yeah. gonna tell Instagram that they're a spammy commenter because you use emojis. No, the thing that the thing I think where people get tripped up with Instagram is if they are in some kind of commenting group or something like that, and then mm. for twenty for twenty photos in a row, you leave the same comment or the same three right. emojis, right. that looks spammy. That's that's spammy. If you are authentically going through your feed and you see something you love and you want to leave a heart eye emoji on it, then please do that. All right. But interact with your followers. And the reason I say this is because you're, again, millions and millions of accounts on social media and someone took the time to leave you a comment. 
Like that is yeah. that is that's precious gold if you it think really about is. it. It's so true. I mean, think about all of the different accounts that these people must follow and you know, again, unless it's your your mom or your sister or your spouse and they're like, you know, obligated to comment on your stuff. Oh, can you tell my husband that he's obligated to comment <laughs> on my social media? Because that would be amazing. My husband isn't even on Instagram, so you're one step above me. Oh my God, is that true? My husband will literally like my Instagram posts like weeks later. And I'll be like, did you just see that? And he's like, I don't know. I wasn't on. I didn't know. I'm like, oh, worst. <laughs> That's okay. We appreciate any comments and any likes at any time. (laughs) That's true. So like, just think about how special that is. And if you have someone who's taking a moment to leave a comment on your photo without any obligation, like they're not doing it to network and they're not doing it to be spammy, they are legitimately liking your photo, liking your post, and they're leaving a comment on it. The, The least you can do is respond to that comment. I love it. And for those people who are like, oh, it takes too much time. I think that's a bunch of BS. You know, what takes too much time is getting sucked down the rabbit hole of Facebook or Instagram, but simply just going in to see if anyone's left you a comment and responding takes literal seconds. Yeah, it really does. And it makes such a huge difference. Like I definitely follow some big bloggers that I really admire. And if I comment on them and I see that they've responded to me, or if I comment on their Instagram story, even if it's just like a ha ha ha, like funny story, and they respond back with like a heart eye emoji or even the super lazy heart tap uh, in your messages, like (laughs) I go like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they saw me. Like everyone wants to be seen. Everyone wants to be acknowledged. Everyone wants to feel special. And it's so It's so, so easy for us to do that on social media by just responding to someone's comment. And then the other, the other side of that, that I want to mention with is it's not only the people who are responding to you, but if you have those super fans and everyone has a couple people who they comment on every photo, like even if it's one or two people, you know, everyone has that person. And if you go to their account and comment on their photos or like their photos, you know, show them some love on their account too. That is also going to go a really, really long way for that follower to fall in love with you. And again, this is all part of the no like and trust factor. And if you're going to someone else's account and liking their photos and commenting on their photos and being very genuine and authentic about it, it's just going to go a really, really long way. There's no excuse for the amount of time that all of us spend online and on social media, browsing through social media. There's absolutely no excuse for anybody to not interact with their followers and their super fans. So Mindy, what would you say if someone is listening and they know that they have not been great at responding to their comments and it's been a while, should they go back and respond to people that have left them a comment, say weeks or months ago? I wouldn't worry about going back. There's that line from the incredible, I'm a huge Disney fan. There's that line from the Incredibles where Edna Mode says, don't look back. Uh, Don't look at the past, darling. It distracts from the now. (laughs) something like that yeah and then so my advice is to always you know don't worry about what you've done in the past you it's every day is a fresh start so starting today when someone leaves a comment you know respond back or go to their account and give them some double tap love or if you're on facebook you know go to their uh go to their facebook page and like a few posts or retweet a few things or pin a few things, whatever your platform of choice is just, uh, just stay interacting. And yeah, don't worry about going back. I mean, you can scroll back and look and see if someone maybe asked you a question that 
you know, really needs an answer. Like, where did you get your shoes? So cute. You know, you can, you can go back to that kind of stuff, but going forward, just stay on top of those comments. Yeah. I love it. All right. So let's recap the five secrets for social media success are. Okay. Number one, social media is for serving. You want to get those people to know, like, and trust you. Number two, do not advertise. Don't do it. Remember the Gary V concept of jab, 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 right hook. Serve, serve, serve. And go read that book. Yeah, get the book. We'll link it in the show notes. But make sure you're you're giving a bunch of value and then you can sell something. Uh, number three, show some personality. Think of Chewbacca lady. <laughs> number four is be consistent. Consistency is much more important than posting every day or trying to find the optimal time to post. So just show some consistency with your accounts. And then number five is interact with your followers. Boom. Nice. And if you want the other five, again, I have a list of 10 social media principles. Uh, You can go to joysocial.net slash rock, and we'll put it in the show notes as well. And you can sign up for my newsletter and get the rest of my secrets. Mindy, thank you so much for these five secrets. Yeah, I love I love talking about social media. So anyone can hit me up anytime. And we'll definitely do some episodes in the future where we really kind of deep dive into the different platforms and talk about maybe even some of these concepts uh, a little a little bit more. I definitely know I could talk about number five, interact with your followers for like hours. So well, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining (laughs) us today. And we'll see you next time on Rock Your Wedding Biz. Thank you for listening to Rock Your Wedding Biz. This episode is sponsored by Moxie Bright Events, wedding planning for creative couples and industry education for creative event planners. Also sponsored by Joy Social, teaching smart social media strategies for awesome business owners. You can find Renee online at moxiebrightevents.com and reneedallow.com. You can find Mindy online at joysocial.net. Jump into the show notes at rockyourweddingbiz.com and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Wedding Biz.